Hey everybody, uh, this week we watched John Carter. Uh, just a quick synopsis. Transported to Barsoom, a Civil War vet discovers a barren planet seemingly inhabited by 12-foot-tall barbarians. Finding himself prisoner of these creatures, he escapes only to encounter Vula, a princess in desperate need of a savior. It's a interesting... I mean, it, I guess it gives a broad topic, but I think it's weird to. I think it's weird to describe Wula as a princess in desperate need of a savior. Because I feel like, well, I feel like, well, from the very beginning, they show her as really competent, and then suddenly she's not. Yeah. But weird. we can get to that in a minute. But uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, based on some old book, old science fiction book. My laptop's locked up here. I might have to open it up on my phone. I... Yeah, it's not that. Yep. Right. It, Right. Yeah, it didn't, uh, it was kind of one of the, I don't, I, I don't know what the numbers are and I can't look, look at them right now, but, um, I don't remember it doing very well in the box office. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, the numbers there. Yeah, but what was the budget? Budget has Yeah, I'm not. Maybe it's like as net like initial and then grosses by the end of it. That's what it ended up costing with extra stuff. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah. Well, either so either right. It didn't recoup. Right. A lot of people work on these things. Well, you got just think all like the all the, like especially in this movie, the whole, entire movie is special effects shots. It's all like people sitting at computers making that stuff look the way it does. I think I just don't. Well, we named we t- we talked about this before. Avatar is a big one, like oh. recent ones. Recent, if we're talking recent. What well, it it was at the time, like all the Marvel stuff has surpassed it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, 
it avatar did get back up to the top after the i think it it only happened after the re-release in theaters recently because that counted towards it so endgame was number one yeah uh they took it they actually had it on disney plus so it, it was a fox movie disney bought fox they had it on Disney Plus for a while. They took it off Disney Plus to re-release it in theaters to kind of... Uh, they did, like, a little bit of a remaster, up, like an update, like an upgrade for, like, some of the visual effects and everything, and then put it out in theaters again as, like, a precursor to number two, since two's coming out in... Uh, is it next month, maybe? Two months? No, December? I think it might really? be December. Yeah. So they... Yeah. 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 I mean, it was... What is it now? 13, yeah, 2009, 13 years ago that it came out. So it's been a while. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think, I think starting this episode talking about Avatar is, I, I think it's relevant because I feel like this is Disney's response to Avatar. Or like a similar response to, or like maybe I don't know, but that's just kind of a vibe I get. So Avatar, like you know the story of Pocahontas. Yeah. It's it's basically it's it's basically the same story. It's a very similar story arc, but so they're on this planet. Um, I think it's Pandora, is what they call it, and they're there to uh like harvest and mine some like crazy element. I. I don't I don't want to say I don't want to be wrong but I'm pretty sure they call it unobtainium. It's supposed to be this super super like unobtainium, yep. Um this crazy element that's super valuable basically. So there's uh they go there with all this military strength and everything, but the and the military uh there's the natives that are there, the military sees them as like savages, you know, like kind of like the the Native American arc for, you know, back in the day. Um, and there's... How did they get there? It doesn't matter. It's not relevant. They got... I... I don't think it... I don't think it matters. I think they're they're just there at the, the beginning. Yeah, the military people, the scientists, it's... They found this place, and they're there now. The before isn't really relevant to what happens it's just not worth explaining i guess they might explain it at the very beginning but i really don't think they do um it's just this is you know it takes place in the future way in the future but anyway so there's the native people i think they're called the navi there and the scientists that are there are trying to connect with them and like create a relationship and they have this thing called the avatar program where they're able to grow uh, like a Navi, like a person, they're not aliens technically because it's their planet, but to us they'd be alien. The idea of an alien, right? And they're able to like transport somebody's consciousness into these bodies, so that they they can become one of them. And um, the main character, I think his name's Jake. Let me Jake Sully, I think is his name, but he um, he. Uh, he gets brought on uh, because his he had a brother who had a like a genetic match with him or something, but he is a disabled veteran. 
Um, but he comes in and they put him in this body. He goes from being disabled to being this awesome alien. He's there to be kind of the guy inside for the army because he kind of hooks up with the army dudes. But then he realizes that what they're doing to these people is terrible. He switches sides. He, you know, falls in love with one of the people, yada, yada, yada. There's a fight, fighting going on over the natural resources. They want them, the, the Navi want them to stay while the military want to wipe them out, you know, for the value sort of a thing. And then they come to a head, and if you really, uh, basically, at the end of it, he wants to become one of them, so they do this, like, ritual. He becomes one permanently, so he's a Navi at the end permanently, and him and his... It, it and the very end of the movie is them performing this ritual to push him, put him permanently into the body, like basically asking their god tree to do it for them. And then it ends when he, he opens his eyes and then it cuts the credits. He opens his eyes as the alien and then it cuts to credits. No, we do. We do. That's what the, that's what the ending shot is, is like he's laying there in his human body next to his Navi body. Oh. And then they, and then the movie ends, zoomed in on the Navi body version of him, and then their, his eyes open, and it's like, hey, it worked. Mm. Yeah, it, it all takes place on this Pandora. On, Even the mil- yes, everything is on Pandora. They're there physically. Yep. Okay, so the reason I'm asking that is because the clips that I've seen from Avatar, I think I have some moments, but what I actually remember is him, like, in like, Mm-hmm. Yep. And I thought that was like. Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> it all takes place there. Like they're all there physically. Okay. Yep. So do those? You know that. Yeah, they know. They know that there's like, that they're not like normal. Okay. Like yeah, they're not Have dumb. Mm-hmm. Where they're like that. The motion big, capture? Yeah. yeah. Yep. In those big costumes, whatever. And it's the scene where she's like freaking out. I think I'm yeah, yeah. And then like she freaks out and screams. And the mm-hmm. acting is so good. And it seems so crazy. So take the mm-hmm. outfits that they have to wear. Right. Um, Right. And like at the time that particular movie was like super advanced in that department, like with their abilities, oh. with like how well they were able to translate the two. Right. And that's part of why it was such a huge deal okay. was just the technology behind it. Yeah. So with this new one, I think and I, I could be speaking incorrectly here, but I think that's what uh, one of the reasons why it took a little bit more time for this next one to happen because it was, I think it was one of those things where it wasn't worth doing until they could advance, uh, until the technology advanced to allow them to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. So, like that motion, some of that motion capture stuff with this new one, they uh, invented a way to be able to do it underwater. So they were like did some underwater motion capture stuff, and then like his like James Cameron has this huge like obsession with uh, 3D. So like the they like. They had developed crazy cameras for the first one to do 3D, and he's he is kind of wondering why everyone's given up on it so quickly, and he doesn't want to. So with this new one, they developed another new camera to do it even better, basically. But anyway, yeah, to have it. 
Um, I haven't seen one where I felt like I wouldn't have gotten a similar experience without it. Um, see, the thing is, it's, I, I think it's underutilized in a lot of movies. Like, they, they save it for a couple, like, a couple, like, novelty shots. Whereas, like, something, right, like, they don't necessarily optimize the whole movie for it. Something I think, like, Avatar, especially with this next one, I think it, I think it'll be worth doing because it's kind of the point. And I, and there's... It definitely does create depth when the people do it correctly. Like you definitely get that sense, but yeah, I don't know. I think and I think this will be a good ba- a new baseline to go off of on whether or not it's made enough progress. Yeah. But anyway, back to the movie. Back to the movie that I again I feel like I feel like it is it was Disney's attempt. Yeah, because there's a lot of similar elements. Yeah, it fell a little short. Granted, there is some stuff in this that's good. It's just I think the focus was on some of the wrong stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, art reminds, um... Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Green skin aliens. Yeah. Um, is alien like the right... Well, I mean, in that case, they'd be Martians. Martians are Mar- from Mars. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know what Mars is. Yep. It's, it's, okay. it's a, a being from Mars. Okay. okay. So Martians. Like, yep. Okay. Anyway. Um, yes. The film starts out. And I think. Yeah, they did kind of a weird little time jump. Yeah. Um, he's getting tailed by, like, that strange person. And he's trying to get to the telegraph office to send out a telegraph. Oh, yes. That's the very beginning. It's very brief. Jeanette, right? Is what he, yeah, that's, yeah. yep. So then, we, then after that, don't, like, Ned, right away. Yeah, the the guy, the the lawyer or the estate, the person taking care of the estate. Yeah, and like, yep. He's in this. He he died, missed like kind of randomly in his, like what, the just the other night. He we put him. He had these weird things. He said not to be not to embalm him, just to lay him out in this tomb, and to get a hold of him, like, and that you were to have everything basically. A journal, journal? yeah, like a journal he was keeping. Um, And then it takes us back 13 years prior. So we were already 1881 in Arizona. Yeah, and like, I guess, like, I thought they were like holding captive and he didn't know them and he wanted to make. But then I realized after like eight that really like the so so like he had gained notoriety in the Civil War like he was a Confederate captain. Uh, I had it, like I guess. 
Yeah, so this is like it's post Civil War. They know how how efficient he was during the Civil War, and they want to get they want him to help them deal with the Apache people because they're being problematic for them. Like that's like. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> well, I mean, right? I mean, but I guess to take uh like. Right, looking at it how it is now, for sure. But then, well, no, it makes right, sense for the time, right, right. But it's, it's showing like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, US, not United States, they're trying. To... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. The word uh, assimilate. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and also try to be Um, I mean. Yeah, and yes and and no cuz I mean I'm sure they lost. Well, yeah, they lost, but I think I I guess what I mean by that is like it, it seems at least with his character like his character himself obviously is capable of doing good. I think it it's, it seems yeah, like so it was more of a, like a Well, it could have just been him being a like a victim of circumstance or something, you know. Yeah, it's just I think yeah. that would have informed more about him. I think I think the big the big ways for them to uh, the, that they did that were the flashbacks of him and his wife, yeah, and stuff. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he, they like Brian Brian Cranston tries to recruit him. Yeah, and that was kind of funny. When they like kept trying to talk, and he kept just trying to bail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he was supposed to be successful several times. Right. Um, and then he finally gets it. Um. And he's running away on a horse, and then he like gets trapped. And the soldiers that were trying to recruit yes. him. Yep. Um. And then uh, the pack or the colonel trying to recruit him, like shot. Mm-hmm. He like save. Yep. Yeah, I think that was one of those things where he wasn't just gonna let him die. Right. Fights back. The yeah, I don't what whatever the MacGuffin is. Medallion. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the medallion, like I kept saying it. The name of the place, right? Um, Barsoom. Yeah. Yep. Um, Barsoom and then right. Right. And then this is where, and then this is kind of it. This is where the one of the first kind of places where it kind of, I mean, you don't necessarily find out that that's the case until a little bit later, but kind of what you were thinking with Avatar, thinking that they're like, you know, they're maybe on Earth in the machine and then right. going to the thing. That's how it is in this, right. Right. right? Where his body's back on Earth just chilling while he's being like projected basically yeah. up to Mars. Mm hmm. And he, he, he's like just in the middle of a field, right? Yeah. Well, Looking around. Mars, like all like, why is every portrait just 
that really like this? Yeah, like Mars is like a barren wasteland, basically. Okay. Yep. I just like I never that's one thing I always talk about. Like it's just a collective understanding of like thinking this is this way, but it's not actually that way. Like mm-hmm. like how they like big like Yeah, like there's, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying like something I would think about is like, I don't know if you've never noticed this, but it's, I think it's a a generally kind of joked about thing where like in TV shows, if they're in Mexico, there's like a yellowish tint to like the camera. (laughs) Yeah. Sort of a deal. Just like to understand that like phone numbers are five, 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 right. Fake. Fake. Like, you know what I mean? I just didn't know if it was, like, an understanding, like, that, but from Mars, like, yeah. 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 Anyway, he's in the very Right. And then he, he, like, starts to realize that he doesn't, it, his body doesn't work the same there as it does on Earth, so then he does that silly thing where he's trying to figure out how to walk. Yeah, I know, that was funny. I'm just imagining, like, imagine probably, like, yeah, they had a one. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And he uh, ends up uh, where all the the uh, baby oh. Tharks are. Yeah, I was okay. So up until that point, too, like, there wasn't there, right. There wasn't anything visually that was like, yeah, sure. That's, um, and then when those eggs hatched and those little babies came out, I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and I was like, oh. um, "And then that's when I googled." Uh huh. Um, because I had no idea. Like, like you had said something about. Da da da. Yeah, but now I actually realized it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, by the nest. So the yep. The right. And the and uh, Tars sees him. Well, who we find out to be Tars uh, sees him jump, and and that's kind of like something that's been prophesized or whatever mm-hmm. that the like this guy that can jump is going to save everybody. <laughs> and uh, so, like, he insists that they don't kill him, so they don't, and then they take him captive. And then they. It was so sad that Yeah, that's why I was. I was just about to say something. No, no, you're good. You're good. How they all the none of the babies that couldn't get out of the eggs, they just murked them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so sad. Yeah, it's very like, um, very similar. Or like, I'm assuming the idea is it's supposed to be like how they like how they say that the Spartans were. Like how any like kid that came out like with like deformities or like ailments that they would just like get rid of them. I mean, it's very much right. Or like right, if they can't get out of the egg, they're not gonna cut it like in this yeah, world. So, it's... yep, um, pretty rough. So that, that made me dead right away, and then go back to, like the better, but like yeah. Um, and then they're like, okay, so I was going to ask, so the, they bring the baby back, bring Carter back, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like... Fighting over them. 
Yeah, I think it's like, I think that's, it's kind of the thing is like, whatever they bring back, like everybody want everybody wants their own to raise, but obviously some don't make it. So when they bring them back, it's kind of a free for all for who gets one. And I, and it seems like the, it seems the idea, like, it seems like there's a certain, there's a specific set of probably, I think they were all women. There's no like external way to tell, but, um, that it was, it's just kind of like, they all obviously want one and would like to get one, but if they don't, they just don't. Well, and that's also sad. Like, she was really trying to get one, and everything kept like tear away, and it just made me so sad to hear like the like, oh, is she a kid or something? I was like, oh man, it made me sad, and then. The, the um, card, like, hey, like, let Zola have one. Mm-hmm. Give her a card. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Then they put them through that, like, little process or whatever that basically preps them for living. Yeah. The, the key takeaway there is that I think that is that whatever that liquid is, turns them from like you know raving little monsters to actual like i don't think it brings sentience to them but i think it it like they already have they they're already sentient beings beings like they can think for themselves there's a they have a sense of self but i think it what it does is it like kind of uh domesticates them kind of i think if they didn't do that like that like water ceremony yeah. thing i'm pretty sure they would stay monsters they would stay like yeah so how is that that's actually my part right but which right which was i which is i think that's that's a an easy cheap way to make it so he can then understand them it's right. like this yeah. is what they need to do to make the babies understand so this this is what we're going to do to make it so john carter yeah. can understand them. i was waiting yeah, they were gonna do that like this is gonna learn like their language. Mm-hmm. Um We don't got time for that. Yeah. Granted they did it in Dances with Wolves. I was oh my god, that's so funny to talk about. I was gonna bring that up. I normally would have no idea what to talk about, but I know that movie I watched it for my Tom Arts class last semester. Mm-hmm. And I know that's with Don't tell me. Uh, Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, he learns the native mm-hmm. language by the end of that. Mm-hmm. And I remember him sitting around at the end. I don't. I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But she, um, but I was also thinking that I was like, oh, they could do like that kind of. Because he's already learning, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there, I don't know if it if they cut to it yet, but they cut to it at some point where they start explaining the conflict between the two. The two. I'm just gonna say human, even though technically they're. Martian people, whatever. I think they call them red something. Yeah, red. 
Um, but, um, yeah, I think the weakest, the weakest part of the movie is that stuff. Just I don't the the villain dude isn't convincing. That was boring. I just remembered it opens with the red marshal. Yeah, getting the weapon thing. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yep. Um, but yeah, they they show that conflict, and I was so uninterested. It's just that, yeah, I don't know. I think honestly, one thing that could have made a difference. Two, uh, two. This is kind of two things in one. The main villain just wasn't very intimidating looking or acting. Like he was like they were playing him off as a badass, and then the, um, the uh, what are they called? Thern, the Thern guy shows up. Uh, Mark Strong. He's he can play a convincing bad guy, but I mean, and he was only kind of a bad guy. He was kind He's of bad. yeah, but we'll come back to that. But uh, so I think if they would have had a more more convincing bad guy, someone that came across a little bit more evil's the word I'm going to use. Yeah. He, he just visually speaking, he wasn't very intimidating, and I think the other problem is he looked. Like he could have been brothers with the dude from the other settlement or civilization, like the guy that was kind of helping. They look this. They look like they're not obviously not the same guy, but they look so similar that it's like that. It just, I mean, it's it's something so stupid. It's something so little, but like it's and it's not like you can't keep track, but it's just like I don't know, just not a very convincing bad guy in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, yes. Yeah. Um. I agree. Yeah. I. I think the big. The big thing. Okay. Obviously, nobody likes arranged marriages. Getting. Getting past that part. I mean. He didn't, there wasn't any clear cut thing that showed that he was this, uh, like, over and above evil guy that she shouldn't be with. Right, and when, when, um, Nathan's, uh, dad, like, first brings that up, like, he's a monster! Yeah. And it's like, okay, and then they're kind of waiting. I thought it was going to be the first Right, like you, the everything that he does, everything that he does that we see up until that point isn't any worse than what any of the people from Helium do. Yeah. So it just seemed a little like the the stakes, like you weren't really like feeling that badly for Deja or whatever. Right. Right, right. But yeah, happened. I think I think in fan in in any kind of sci-fi uh, or fantasy stuff, there's certain things that are kind of just they're common, and you kind of, and you can kind of just like you can suspend a little bit of your your real beliefs to allow it to be a common thing in those worlds. So the, the main thing I'm thinking is, is arranged marriages like in high fantasy, like game of Thrones stuff, 
like arranged marriages. I right. I'm just the concept of arrange an, an arranged marriage in those kinds of stories is so common, and like you can't right. you can't necessarily take it out of that world right. where it's like this is like this kind of how it is. Like they're like un- yeah, it's terrible and it sucks and it's not good. But like in that world. Some of those people have to realize that that's just how it is, which some of them do. Like speaking about, again, Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon, which is, you know, Game of Thrones adjacent, like that stuff is expected. And some of the characters know that some of the characters lean into it and they're like, okay, this is how it's got to be. And we're going to fucking do it. Whereas like a situation like this, where clearly arranged marriage is somewhat normal. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Like, if it had been, like, a researcher from the other civilization, she probably would have been like, oh, okay, I guess I yeah, can get it. Exactly. I guess I can. Right. And again, I think, or not again, but I think part of it is it's the, I think Disney is always going to shy away from showing anything too heinous. Like, I don't think, I don't think they have it. In a movie like this, I don't think they have it in them to show anything that terrible. Granted, that's changed a little bit since the whole... Because obviously there's some pretty crazy crap that goes on in the Marvel stuff. That's pretty intense, but... Or killing kids, or women, or... It is now, yep. Yeah, it's yeah. There's violence in that for sure, but they did tone it down since, like in the newer ones, stuff has been toned down. Uh, episode three. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. No, that would have been in the probably or mid to late 2000s. I'm going to say 2005, but I'm going to double check. Oh, yeah, yeah. All oh, the kids. kids. Yep, yep. And I remember when I was watching it with the... One, of the, one person had already... And the rest That's a really, it's honestly a really, really good shot, too. The last shot of the kid. Like, the kid, Mr. Skywalker, what are we going to do? And then he, the lightsaber comes on, and the kid flinches, like, just perfect. And then they cut to it. In the the new uh, Obi-Wan series, they have flashbacks to that, and they show him, like, cutting down. Yeah, yeah. So I went. I shouldn't say that Disney shies away. I think at the time, at the time for sure, I think they were hesitant to do stuff. Yeah. Well, also, blood for sure is never gonna be a like a common thing. Yeah. Um. Not like armor, but another brave. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, no, Pixar. Pixar is Disney. Disney. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Anyway, um, Brave. I remember when that was around. That, or sorry, not Brave. Um, Tangled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Tangled. Mm-hmm. When um. And in that movie, there's Mother Gotham stabs Tiger. I remember uh, like, wait, that's like, that seems like already kind of aggressive for stabbing and someone falling to death. Like, normally in like Normally it's not that. I think some of the old school ones could get pretty sketchy. I don't remember off the top of my head. But the point being that I think this was maybe around the time, yeah, they did replace it. So I think they could have done better. I think I think with this, um, just to, um kind of I, I it is isn't exactly where we were going but just an extra add-on to this um something with this that's funny is they show a lot of blood in this but it's blue so it's fine oh my gosh yeah i didn't yeah i didn't the blood part until, um <laughs> like it's it's funny like in in video games in like a lot of a lot of games uh most games, like big games, when they release them and they release them worldwide, the versions that go to like China are different because they have different standards. So one of those things is often blood. Like in, uh, like games in, not, and I don't know this about all games, but there's a couple games for sure where if you were to play the Chinese version, all the blood is isn't red; it's something like blue or green or whatever. So like it's, it's like this, stupid. yeah. It's just it's this weird, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, it back a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of around the time of yeah, we met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we'll go with. <laughs> and like no, and then. There's... They they try to escape. She tries to escape. Yeah, and she does. She does, and the, as they're escaping, they get attacked. And when they get attacked, they get attacked over all the the Thark like yes. place. And then that's where he jumps in. And that's and that's where they do that first little bit where like he he grabs her sword and then he's like, "Get behind me." And yeah. then she grabs a sword, and it's like, okay, maybe I'll get behind you. They have a callback to that joke later, but it's at that moment and that later moment when they have like a callback to that joke. Those are the only two points where she's like shows how she's badass. Right. The rest of the time in between, it's always like her like whining about John Carter not helping her out. It's just a little inconsistent, is all. Yeah. And like I said, like I, if this movie was. It leaned more heavily into the Thark stuff. I think it would have been a lot more interesting. I think we could have shaved down some of the, again, the human, whatever, the the Martian, the, the Martian. red people, right? Like, 
shave down some of that stuff and and lean more heavily on the Thark stuff. I think it was, that stuff was more fun and more interesting. Like everything because there were all these different things going on, it felt everything felt a little shaved. Yeah. Um That they right, they didn't build her up at all. Like, and it, they very leaned heavily into the idea that they were going to. Like, they're they're showing she's like she's an accomplished researcher. She's figuring out all this stuff. The the uh, the Therns had to sabotage her because she was figuring out the stuff that they didn't want her to figure out, and all this stuff. And then they just kind of like all of a sudden she's like, eh, "Help me, John Carter." <laughs> I was also upset with um the how they like Zola. Or like just not great. Um, like the her lack, like she didn't really have character development. Yeah, it was. She was kind of just like the weakling the yeah, whole time. Yeah, that made me mad. I was yeah. hoping to be like great by the end because she has a mentor, but absolutely where after that whole process, he like run away and then Sol like trouble because it's like hmm. her responsibility. And then they get branded or whatever, right? Yeah, and then. Um, cards like there's no more room for any mark, but you can't take last. So I was hoping that was going to be like motivation, like going to show them right better, whatever. And then like, and then she messes up again. No, it's not like blood, but like never goes beyond like except for later when. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, maybe they do. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I have a feeling that was more him being like, doing it. Right. Not like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, she, he saves her from the ambush, from like them chasing them down. And then they sneak into that temple to read about the prophecy or whatever. They get in trouble for that because people are weird about their stupid sacred caves. But, uh, <laughs> no, that's. It was giving, um, Um, and then that's when they, that's when Tars, like, helps them escape. Because he goes into Tiger, and then that's kind of where Tars' downfall happens, because once they leave, the other guy challenges him and beats him. Right, and that's how Tars that. Yeah. see where do we go from there they head off start heading towards this river that's going to take them to this thing that's going to help them out but really she's just leading them back to helium and they're yeah, like so what the clarify, f clarify. Helium is- her play her home city yes helium's where she's from and then the other city is the big like moving city that's on like the big like machine thing you know what yeah, i'm talking about Right, and the Tharks are the Tharks are in their own like village. Okay, so three different three different places, right? Okay. So yeah, they were going back to Helium. Mm-hmm. And they they kind of test her, they're like the boots go off the type thing. Right. 
Then they right. Then they go to that place. I don't even remember what they see there. I know. I literally can't. Reach the spot in the sacred river to find the way for Carter to get back to Earth. They discover that the medallions are powered by the ninth ray. That is also the source of Sobthon's weapon. They're attacked by the Warhoon, which are a different version of the Tharks. I remember them getting attacked by them because that's when they... I'm trying to think. What happens after that? It's then. It's yeah, then when yeah, she. Yeah. It's then. When, that's when she. Uh, Deja decide. That's when she. They go. They get taken back to where they've been running from, and then she finally begrudgingly agrees to marry him, marry the dude, and it's at this point where. Uh, John Carter is getting the rundown from the Therns, Mark Strong's character. They're going through the whole like marriage perception or whatever, and then he's kind of like. Stuck in this weird, like, magic thing yeah, that. He's, like, being and the right. Is, like, Different people, right. And explaining to him, like, why all this stuff, at least from his perspective, needs mm-hmm. to happen and how him being there is a big pain in the ass. And... Yeah. Um... Yeah, this. <laughs> it's. I, we're kind of just, like, rumbling through it, but that's kind of just. That's kind of how it felt. That's yeah. how it felt watching yeah. it. It's like, okay. This scene where, like the scene where he's Theron's walking in through town explaining all this stuff, and John Carter's like, but, but this and but that. It's just not that compelling. It wasn't very compelling. Yeah, I think it's... Right, right. It, it showed, like, I think the idea is, like, it, it's, it gives the Therns, it, it explains how the Therns are basically, like, the Illuminati. Right. They're kind of... Right, and they're kind of controlling things from behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. Well, Basically, I I don't remember if it was ever explicitly said, but the vibe I got is that they have a way that they want everything to go, and that's how they. That's just kind of how it is. I don't think there's any end game. I think the idea is that they just want to be able. They f- feel themselves above the order of everything, so they want to be in control of what happens as it happens because they feel that's the it's the best case for the them. I guess. And maybe whatever they the the I don't know if there's ever a point where he name drops that it's like universe saving or anything, you know. Oh, here this is this is explaining why. So they manipulate civilizations, um, of different worlds to their doom. So they lead them to their downfall. They feed off the planet's resources while that's happening, and then they just want to keep doing that. So by by trying to plant that guy in as the leader, they know that it's going to cause chaos. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's 
it's right and i think that that's kind of the that's kind of the it's kind of the downfall to every every like facet of this movie right there everything is just like the bare the bare bones motivation yeah it's like right it's or at least at the very least just very very simplified right there's no complexity to anyone's motivations i want power the therns gave me power so i'm gonna do what the therns tell me to do I don't want to marry this guy, so I want help from the guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's... it's not very... Right. Um, but, yeah, we kind of... After that start talk... Um, harder to go back. Well, like, yeah, because the, the dude that's with the uh, names the dude that's with deja the guy that's like from where she's from the the guy that's from where she's from not the guy she's marrying the guy that looks like the guy she's marrying he helps him escape he's like deja said it said that you could jump us up to there they jump up to there uh Um, it's not Kanto's can, is it? I'm just looking at names. I don't have. Yes, Kanto's can. Wikipedia is awesome. You hover over their the actor's name link, and then the picture just comes up and yeah. shows you who it is. It's amazing. Kanto's can, yeah. Yep. And. Then- Right, and then he right goes back and he gets taken captive because the other guy took over. Yeah. yeah. It says overthrown by a ruthless group. <laughs> right. He was. It was the. It was again the, this kind of typical like he's like we need the, the old way strength yada yada and then the and then yeah, uh, Tars is Tars is like no we can be. We can be merciful and right. yada yada, but yeah, he he supplants or whatever the word is, um, Tars, and then they get thrown into that pit with the white ape. Yeah, that was very much giving. Um, maybe, uh, Book of Life. Like when, a, when they do the yep. flag, mm-hmm. where they try and they try to pull the pole, it's very much like that. But yeah, if uh, I know, I don't think you've seen it because you said you've only watched uh, Revenge of the Sith. But in the one before that, uh, Star Wars Attack of the Clones, um, um, there's a part where they are taken captive, put down into these monster fighting pits, and then fight these big monsters. Yeah, so it's kind of like that, like. I mean, it was of- it's the it's the it's one of the big like effect shots like the big kind of like like the there's there's two things that it does it's the big like it's kind of like one of the it's obviously not the climax because there's the big battle at the end but it's the big like focused like yeah. thing like set piece where john carter can finally like show all of the p these people that he's this that he's right this like you know this prophesized thing yeah, basically. But um, I 
Yeah. Like, so, like, practical. It's... Like, why? I get, I get why. You can definitely have it happen in things and have it be interesting. Like, I think, uh, I think there's, there's things, there's movies and things that do it well. And, but they do it, sometimes it's not necessarily as big and as, as drawn out. Like, like one of one of the things that comes to mind, and I, and I could be kind of thinking of a bad example here, but, um, in, have you seen how Harry Potter movies? A Goblet of Fire, like the Dragon Pit in Goblet of Fire. Like, that's kind of the same kind of vibe. Obviously, it's much shorter because they have so many more events to get through. So, but like, I mean, really, it's not so much shorter. It's probably about the same, actually. They probably spend about the same amount of time on it. But the, the, in, there isn't as much consequence behind it in Harry Potter. Like, because. It's just another clue is all he gets out of it. Whereas this is like the turn of the tide that convinces the convinces convinces the the Tharks to help him out with the yeah. people. I just thought like it was fine. I guess it was fine, but I again like I said, it's, it's not like mind blowing. Right, I, I agree. What I did think was interesting was The white ape, the big thing? Yes. Yep. Um, and he challenges uh, Al. How seamless and quick he killed that guy. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, I'm going to challenge you, and then jump towards him, boom, dead. Mm-hmm. Was, I thought it was going to be more of a struggle. It was so effortless. You're like, now I'm your king. Right. I think, I think that's kind of the point. Is like, this guy's like, who the hell is, like, who the hell is this guy thinking he's the hot shit? And John Carter's like, well, I kind of am hot shit. And then he just calls it. Like, he doesn't have, like, I like I could be giving it more credit than it deserves. But I think it's one of those, like, who has time for this? No, we don't have time for this right oh, now. So just, yeah. boom, done. I'm sure the actor Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sick as fuck, man. <laughs> just follow me. Trust me. But yeah, that's like the turning point. And then right. Like, basically, yeah, basically, for, right from that point on, too, it's just, it's a real, it's like a race to the end of the movie, basically, because like it's it's from there on, it's just fighting, and like there's no, there isn't really a lot of, the only like, the only stuff they throw in there that kind of heightens the excitement a little bit is the the third get it guy getting into the fight, yes. switching between everybody, tricking everybody. Yes. That was like the first one for the the Deja, mm-hmm. right? That was like a good plot. I liked that. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, he tur- when he turns into John Carter and goes over to. I thought that was really him. Oh, yeah. And then I realized. Well, I mean, he was being very direct, like, hey, give it to me. He was like, come on, give it to me right now. Like, what do you fucking do? Well, I thought it was like. Yeah, it wasn't that interesting for sure. And then it just kind of ends once yeah, they kill the people. It, but the, the third escapes and it's like, oh, whatever, out of sight, out of mind. And, and then 
Yeah, it's. Uh, and then the other the other problem I have too is I understand they can't they can't take the time because they're already trying to cram so much into this movie. But the when the Tharks show up, the other people are like, "Hey, I guess they're on our team now," and then they just go, oh. and then they're like, oh, "It's like I think that would be a little bit more." Like what the f's going on? Like these, all these people yeah. are like, and just the fact that they're everyone's able to so easily like, like the Tharks, the Tharks are able to so so easily like tell who's good and who's yeah. bad. Yeah, because they're talking about that one team. Who's like, hey. Right, and they're like, yeah, yeah, let's That's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like so quickly, like, like. Yeah, like five seconds right after the thing. That was so. Yeah, it's like they've done that in a couple in another movie somewhat recently, but I don't remember what it is, and I'm not I'm not gonna take the time to think about it. But yeah, that's a really you when you watch. I used to be a big fan. But I will say, like, I don't like like I like them together. I expect that out of like a rom com, but like. I don't think we always love Chris mm-hmm. and like, like one. I don't think we always love Chris. Mm-hmm. And two, it's what was part of the problem with the Hobbit movies. But anyway, continue. Later. Right. But, but um, <laughs> but I think like this felt a little mm-hmm. like it was so like nose that like and like not dangerous cover, but like he does like like a detector and then boss. I think I think part of it part of it is to tie him to Mars to Barsoom so he like wants to like so it's like so it's there she's the reason that he wants to stay there forever and like I think that's I know they could have like honestly what they should have done and it wouldn't have taken too much more time the battle ends do a little time jump forward like a year do a year time jump where he's been there for another year and then they do this you know then they can do this thing where like now he's like other than fighting in this war and then falling in love with this girl like he's built up this like a, a real attachment to the place because right. he gets i mean okay i'm gonna go back on that a little bit because he gets sent he well no and for what i'm about to say because he gets sent back to earth uh Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he wakes up in the cave, like, oh, what the fuck? And yeah, then the guy's up bones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that means he never left. He died there. Yeah. Yeah, because he was shot. He was shot, so he bled out in that cave. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer for him. Well, maybe they were, yeah. Well, I was curious because some shots sent when I didn't realize they Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I suppose getting sent back to Earth, you're in this, now you're back in this, like, frail, shitty body. I suppose you want to get back to where you're a superhero. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, but, um, the, uh, having the love interest makes it a little but, less... Okay, that's perfect. I'm talk about what happened So, clearly, Earth family is dead, right? I don't think he was gone for that long oh oh you mean before yes yeah. his wife had got the they showed a scene showed a scene where he came home and his house is burned down yeah and it, so yeah that was supposed to imply that his family was dead daughter and wife yeah okay so that's why he wore two rings because he had his wife's ring on um okay I can remember that shot So yeah, it's a, basically at that point that he did devotes his life to finding because he knows he knows there's more therns around. Right. So he wants to go find another one of the things. Yeah. And like being the fact that he wakes up and he knows he's in this cave that's just completely lined with gold, he'll have all the money he needs to go do it. Plus, as he's looking for more thern places, I think that's part of the thing. I think that's where their hideouts are, I think, is kind of hidden where gold is. Yeah. So by looking and finding more of these places, he's able to acquire more gold, right. acquire all that wealth. Right. And that took, that took place where... Y- yes. Okay. Yep. So, when we got back to bed, in the journal, like, oh my god, like, gotta go protect them. Right. Because the third for him, yep. but then he also wants to, like, open Yeah, he knows, he knows, or to him, at least he thinks that he knows that John Carter's in this tomb and he's going to go open it up because like this, everyone thinks he's dead. So he's going to go in there. Like, I'm assuming this is kind of like a rash decision for him to quit, go in. Obviously he's kind of disregarding the fact that he's just supposed to guard him. But I think the idea is John Carter knows he's going to, he was going to do that. Two questions. One. Uh, because he's, he like is problematic to them. Like, cause if, if he has, first of all, if he's up on Mars being a superhero, he's going against their plan. Plus he's trying to take their stuff. And basically he's trying, I don't know if he's trying to wipe them out, but he's definitely trying to, he's definitely their like enemy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then the second part is, so after he opened the tumor or whatever, Correct. Correct. Or if he was, he I don't think he was in the he wasn't definitely wasn't in the tomb. Because that was part of the thing. He used that like he used that like uh stuff to like knock him out and then everyone thought he was dead. So then they put him in that tomb. I'm assuming he leaves. Yeah, and, uh, right, and he starts becoming 
he starts keeping an eye on waiting for that moment to come. That moment comes because the whole thing was they, he faked that they found one of the medallions because there's that scene where he's at one of the dig sites and they come out and they have a thing yeah. up in the air and it's, but it's wrapped in a shroud, right? Yeah. Puts it in a box and goes. So then the, the therns think he has one because they've been spying on him. So then he does the death thing, fakes his death to be put in that tomb. And then they think he's in the tomb beaming up to Mars Right, and it's it was all just a, a, a John Carter laying a trap so he could get one yeah. and kill kill the Thern that was following him around and get his medallion. So how long was it between that out? Not not long, yeah, like because he days. yeah what however long for however long it took for the telegraph to get to him and him to get there, which it probably said it probably said, but I yeah. don't think it was very long because everything was very quick because he's like. Uh, I'm not feeling. I'm feeling very unwell. I need my uh, get the doctor, and I want my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. And then, like within just well, I mean, it's all he needed to do. It is kind of weird that they just took his word for it. But then he took that <laughs> stuff. He took that stuff. Yeah, it was like some like it was some like toxin from something that basically renders you paralyzed and like. I'm sure there's stuff that can do that sort of thing. I don't know how viable it is for faking a death and then waking up later. It's been done in movies before, but... I'm literally Jesus. He gets the He gets the thing, gets the medallion, and then does the, says the words, uh, lays down in the tomb, says the words, and then says Barsoom, gets beamed back up. And then it's implied that Juni Cortez is gonna guard him. Juni Cortez, yeah. Um, <laughs> I love Daryl Star. Yeah, I've never. No, but what I will say is I was a little disappointed. Okay, similar to the end, don't fight. So there, it's implied. Spoiler alert. Actually, I won't. Just the ending is specifically implying a certain way. Like, right? Like, it's pretty obvious. Um. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. We're just gonna talk about it because I don't. We don't need to be. Well, I'm just saying it's it's obvious that she wakes up. Yes. Yep. Yep. So. Okay. I get that's why they end the. But just like with that movie, I wanted to see her wake up and do what, like, what was she going to do with this information? That's what I wanted to know. I think it would be much more boring than you would think. Like, she would call the cops, the cops would come, people would, they would start an investigation into stuff. Why wouldn't she? I don't know. I wanted to know if maybe, like, Harry Styles, whatever his character's name was, was his body dead there? I think so. Like, I, I wanted, I had questions at my point, mm-hmm. and at the end of this movie, I wanted John Carter to unite with Asia, and I wanted to hear, like, had it been 13 years in their time? Hmm. You know, that's a great uh, way to Maybe segue. We, <laughs> we could segue into our, into our uh, uh, kind of spin-off or kill-off yep. sort of bit with that. 
Because, I mean, that's a, a direction you could go. Like, I don't know if you had something else in mind oh, that you want to bring up. Good. I have my spin on in. What's your spin-off? Let's just go with that. I like her character. Mm-hmm. I want to be her. I'm curious. Like, I want to, I want to um, be, like, ignited strength or, like, new discovery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be her, like, regain the respect of the stars and, like, it takes over. Mm-hmm. So I think I ch- I think I've cheated every time we've done this with every other movie, and I'm going to continue to cheat now, and kind of go outside the bounds of what we originally intend with this this bit. But I think what I would have do- what I would have done differently that would include a spinoff or at least a sequel, sort of a deal. Um, end the movie with him getting sent back to Earth, and the cliffhanger is his search is him starting his search for the third stuff. So that can take you in, that can take you to another play, either another movie or another two different movies. Obviously this wasn't, didn't really warrant a whole universe or a whole, you know, trilogy, whatever it didn't do that. But, um, cause you can have a you can have a movie about him looking for all this stuff, trying to get back. And while that whole time while he's doing that, you could set up a much more compelling enemy villain back on Mars and where now, you know, the, 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 the Tharks and the, um, the Tharks and the people, they're now, you know, kind of co-habitating with each other. Like there's obviously the, the good guys are in, in, in charge are in control now, at least for now. But then you can develop whatever, whatever you want to do to have this other, this other like group come around that are the bad guys, the bad guys again for whatever reason, a different set of bad guys. Um, but um, you can handle that stuff. You can handle the solo stuff. You can have her arc in yeah. in that bit where she kind of maybe like maybe Tars gets or Tars gets taken out, and then a bunch of them get taken out. And she kind of like is the person to kind of keep them going and bring them out of it and yada yada you could do any of that kind of stuff yeah i think that's good um, it's interesting how Rob that he wanted to challenge get home right and by the end well then he wanted to back yeah, he wanted so bad. He wanted so quickly to go back to Earth, and at the end, he wanted so badly to stay on Mars. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I think there's plenty. I think there's plenty of people you could have killed off, and it would have been just fine. Yeah. You wouldn't. Re- you won't really like it, but Sola, we could have done without it. I know. It was just. It, right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the top one. But yeah, someone more evil feeling. Not that what he was doing was good, because obviously when you're killing people, but if they're at war, and we're talking about a, you know sci-fi or a fantasy movie, if they're at war, 
and his crime is fighting in the war. Have a favorite quote, yeah. I could probably find one. I did think it was funny. My funny moment that works. Yep, is when Doug Carter gets all the darks on his side and they're like going to like basically like disrupt Sav and David's wedding and they run all the way to one city and it's not guarded, yeah. They're all. Helium for the wedding, and John Carter's like, "Have Asia, like, where are they?" And then the one there's helium, and the Stark just smacks John Carter upside the head, and I just thought that was so funny because it it kind of like not off, but it like they established this level of like familiarity that he went in head like idiot. Like every, they all just got encouraged to follow him, and he's like this great guy. And then he's like, "Let's go!" And then, and then they get up. there, they're like, "Shit!" And then the other one they had was when the third Deja and Deja third that Deja is running away, and Deja is like, "I'm getting away." <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah, I there's plenty of like little comedic moments that are good that are like are obviously not okay. I don't want to oversell them. They're they're good, but they're not like you know what I mean. Anyway, um, one that I'm seeing here that I, I quote I I want this is what I've been doing for a couple of the movies just because sometimes I forget to remember things or write write them down um as they happen. But when um, uh, where'd it go? I just lost it because I scrolled a little bit. Oh, the uh, the third um, Mark Strong's the like the main one. Uh, he says uh, we don't uh, uh, we do not cause the destruction of a world, uh, Captain Carter. We simply manage it. And then he says, "Feed off it if you like." But so like, I think the his. Well, no, no, no. Just because, kind of, just the world, the little bit of world, that that what little bit of world building there is, that's like just like setting them up, or like kind of explaining their motivations as villains, where they're they uh, give off the excuse me, they give off the idea that all worlds are going to be destroyed eventually. So we just control it. We control when it happens and how it happens. So really, what we're doing is inconsequential, because either way, this place is screwed. We're just going to manage the way it happens so it benefits us without worrying about anything else. But Which they could have fed into more, where they could have had that messaging where it's like, hey, like maybe everything isn't always screwed. Maybe like it doesn't have to always come to an end. But... That would have been, they would have had to have replaced things, not just added that in there because it was already right. way too much. But yeah, I think, again, just to go back and wrap it back to the beginning of the conversation, I think this was their attempt to kind of create their own avatar. And it's not like, in terms of watching the movie, the like and visuals and stuff, it looked really good. Like all the, all the effects and things were really good. And it's just, 
The human character sucked. The villain sucked. So let's be honest. Like, yeah. Right. right. I would. I think the movie was not horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to find. I'll find one for you. I think one of these days or uh, one of these times, I'm going to put the Matrix on a list. Yeah, I've never seen that, but I know it's like that's another one of like but you mentioned so many great. Mm-hmm. So the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Um, we we would put Lord of the Rings on here before the Hobbit, just for the record. But uh, so yeah. So the Lord of the Rings came out first. And the movies came out first. They're all based on books from like the 30s and 40s and stuff. Um, so, um, yes. And so is so is the Hobbit. Gandalf's also in the Hobbit. Yep. That, yep. Um, yeah. So, um, the uh, Lord of the Rings is three movies made from three books. The Hobbit movies are three movies made from one book. They they did the they did a Hunger Games thing where they, you know, with the last Hunger Games movie, they split the book, they split it into two movies, and then it didn't really need to. Harry Potter kind of did the same thing with Deathly Hollows, didn't probably need two movies. Twilight, they it just you know trying to milk it out, it seems. But anyway, there's um, in terms of sci-fi movies, I think I'll 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 pan through some and get that. Get at least one on on our wheel at some okay. point. But now we can get into spinning the wheel for next. Mm-hmm. So now that John Carter's off, mm-hmm. I get another pick, right? Yep. So, so and my knee just popped. <laughs> I have um, two different ideas. Okay. Okay. So I go in the direction of that I have, but I don't have is or yes, I have. So well, you have to remember too. I've seen Hate You Get. We watched it. At your parents' house, so I've seen them both, but we can still use them. It doesn't matter because we just because we've seen them, we haven't like sat and talked about them like this in this I know, setting. But okay, one of those two, those are okay, and one more I was gonna ask. Uh, it's the one about what's her face? They got her arm bit off by shark, right? It's got uh, yeah, it's got um, uh. No, that's not who I'm thinking of. The actress that plays her. Yeah, there you go. Have you seen that one? Uh, uh yes, but I not not I don't know it. Okay, so you could pick any of those three for ones that I've seen, or we could go with ones that I haven't seen that I know. Oof. So you can pick of those three, and I'll eventually probably work all of. 
So I'm just going to say, just because we were just talking about, we were talking about getting more science fiction on the list. Well, we don't need to, we don't need to, but I just, I, that's where I'm, that's where I'm gravitating towards right now, just because it's interstellar is 1000% science fiction. Yep. Yep. No, you're good. I think, I think something, uh, uh, something that I have the potential to bring in a lot is science fiction and fantasy. Yeah. Those are the opposite. Mm -hmm. And biography mm -hmm. nonfiction. Mm -hmm. I, th <laughs> I think um I think uh there's just certain there's certain ones that just the stories that they're telling are they're not the focus isn't the focus isn't the sci fi or the fantasy. It's the it's the it's the it's the story that's behind them. You know what I mean. It's not about like something like uh, something like Lord of the Rings. It's not about the the fact that there's dwarves and the fact that there's elves. It's very like grounded stories with a with that like you could tell a similar story about real people in a real scenario. You know what I mean. It's it's not about it's the themes that are what make it so. And the execution of those themes. But anyway, you can go on forever. Okay. I want, I want you to pick what one you want to pick. Well, I want to see Interstellar. That's right. That I just but I want I, whatever one you want to put on the wheel is the one. What one are you most interested in talking about, like right now? Um, but I, okay. yeah. That's why I, but I do Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to rush. Right, right. Right, right. But um, and uh, once uh, once we kind of get once we get to a point where, if we want, we can always modify how we select movies too. Like uh, I like this wheel is fun because it kind of keeps it varied, but at the same time we could always go to just alternating where right. you pick one, I pick one, you pick one, I pick one. We don't have to stick to the wheel thing. We can switch it up. I like it, I like it too. I like it too. It does keep it a little right. Okay. Okay, so um, just to go over the wheel again before we spin it, uh, we've got uh, Spirited Away, Dirty Dancing, Million Dollar Baby, uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie, uh, Slumdog Millionaire, and uh, Remember the Titans, which was added this time around. And I am going to give it a spin. Million Dollar Baby. Another boxing movie. Let's keep them moving. All right. See you next time.